better yet, we'll get Dragon cosplay to Cadius to spank you, Craig. You better <laughs> fucking furry. That's actually Acadius' secret. He's actually a dragonborn to not ruin the fairy theme of the party. <laughs> <laughs> Zane, you gave it away! <laughs> oh, no, That's up to me to just molds. Um, he uses the bad dragon dice. Wonderful. Oh, I don't And while you're doing that, we'll do a quick recap of what happened last time. So, the Forge Master destroyed Vulcan's contract. Yep, he definitely did. Uh, so Vulcan came out. We went and got Vulcan. Brought him back. You did. And uh, he set up shop here. At least temporarily. Maybe. We don't know. Well, he said he would stick around and, you know, go back to doing his, do his thing. If that was, if I recall correctly. And then... Um... He- we put in our bids. We put in our bids for um, what we wanted made, and I managed to give my platinum pieces over so he can make me a uh, better spellcasting focus, noting that Minu's one that I received died shortly thereafter. Um, and I believe we all put in a bunch of other bids. Maybe we should recap on what we asked for. So we got the Dragon Scale Breastplate for Arcadius. Yeah, he just needs to grab some materials. Salem's very special focus. Pyrrha got her very badass fire glaive. Yeah, dude, that was so cool. She got the upgrades. <laughs> <laughs> and Thal was after the Staff of Healing. And why were, like, the Necropolis had stores of ore, yeah? That's why we were, like, we were going there and there was clues on... So, not ore, but um, ready-made weapons that can be melted down, reused. Right, yeah. And then there was a... Someone mentioned something about uh, a clue to restoring the Dragon Lords or something there, and Acadius was just like, that sounds like the first step for me! Let's go do the thing! And then someone was like, oh no, there was a lich, we've got to kill a lich. And he's like, fuck it, let's go kill a lich. That's me. No, no, I don't need to kill a lich. I need to go speak to the lich. And then we kill the lich. <laughs> I mean, you can try. <laughs> I mean, if you want to take on the lich, by all means. I mean, last time we took... Last time someone, me, tried to fight the person that we went to speak to, it ended up in a TPK. So... <laughs> I would recommend highly against not doing that. Oh, sorry, I'll against doing that. I, I gotta say, we'll, we'll have to see what happens in dialogue before Arcadius makes a decision. Oh, please don't. <laughs> he's, a, he's a patrol person. If, if this lich is a danger to the general public, he's gonna swing, man. He's gonna swing. Wait, you're a danger to the general public. To be fair, the lich hanging out in the, the necropolis where dead things hang out. So, you know, he's not not exactly hanging out in the middle of the city. He's hanging out with dead things. As long as this lich, it doesn't pose as an inconvenience to the other dead things and he's not upsetting, you know, his undead neighbours, should be fine. But if anyone makes complaints, Cadius is going to have to go and just be like, look, it's past 12am, you're going to need to turn the music down. Just turn into, like, the homeowner society for the Necropolis. Hello, I am Strata. 
Nah, I feel like you need to take more of a John Wick beat cop position on this and say, oh, working again. <laughs> Good for you. Alrighty. <laughs> so, did anyone's characters have any plans for the next few days in game time? Get glazed. <laughs> Pira is not leaving the forge until she has that glaive. I mean, fair. I suppose it depends on how bored Acadius gets. If he gets super duper impatient, he might just jump down the hole and just be like, fuck it, let's see what's down here. But he definitely does want to speak to uh, their uh, black-haired companion. Her name is Kyra. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Misname my girlfriend. (laughs) Uh, Kyra, um, just to be like, hey, what's the go with the vibe or similarity sort of thing that she mentioned earlier. Let's hope Katie's is more coherent than Frank. <laughs> yeah, let's hope so. <laughs> we haven't started yet, so. So, there's two of them. Salem? Uh, I will spend some time to uh, summon my squirrel, and once upon, uh, once I have summoned uh Acorn, which we're going to go with Alabaster today, Alabaster Corn. Um, we're going to send them to investigate down the pit. So, yeah, Katie just watches as Carol. Could you just quickly, re- could you refresh me uh, what she said in regards to, could, yeah, did she say she smelt a familiar scent yep. w- that he shared or something? Panda. She wasn't very clear on it. No, she was fucking hella vague. <laughs> As Acadius and Salem were coming back from their initial foray into the hole, Acadius watches as Kara makes her way towards him. So, uh, I heard you were looking to speak to me? Uh, uh yes. I, um, uh, it was just something you said, uh, earlier. Uh, well, initially when I, I met all of you, something quite peculiar. You said I... I think you said I smelt uh-huh. similar to the the others in some way. I never used smelt. I said you had a scent. Very different. Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, sorry. Um, what what did you mean by that? As in, I I smelt like I just came from a fight. No, it. Uh, these words don't have the way to describe it. It's it's just a scent. That's the best I can do. I'm sorry. It's like a vibe, but not. Got a vibe. I forgot how alike we are sometimes. Um, <laughs> I know you were thinking it. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, back on track. Um, I. I have to say, that's not very clear at all. Well, um, it's all I got for you. Acadius just kind of shrugs and just goes, well, fair enough then. Tell me, I haven't much had an opportunity to speak to you, uh, I suppose, one-on-one as of yet. Um, what is your connection to this group? Are you, do you have some kind of con- obligated contract you need to fulfill as well? Or your soul being, and he kind of looks her up and down. Trapped in this body that may not be yours, as he kind of glances towards Salem on the other side, and then back to her. Honey, this is 100% all natural me. Gives it a little spin. Katie is just kind of, like, <laughs> standing very, like, 
Um, formally just give the singular nod. Okay. No, I'm... If anything, I, you can kind of think me as the chronicler. Ah, you're a bard. Yeah. Or, so, do, do you sing? I can do anything in regards to music. Oh, I'm quite a fan of music. Perhaps um, I, I'd be able to request a song one day in a... He kind of looks around and just like, but I don't think I will do that here. Perhaps when we have some ale around us and uh, it's a much nicer uh, setting we're in. Not that, that this isn't n- nice in its own fiery, blacksmithy sort of way. Looking at Vulcan, just hoping not to offend. You're a funny one. Oh, th- thank you. Why do you... Was there a particular reason you chose to chronicle this particular group? Well, I mean, what's bigger than the end of the world? He kind of looks at her with a raised eyebrow and just goes, they're going to bring about the end of the world? No, no, silly. They're going to stop it. Just like you are. Uh Uh-uh. He kind of puffs out his chest a little bit and just goes, well, once I bring about the return of the Dragon Lords, I certainly will be able to. Sounds like a plan. She's your little wink as she saunters away. I'm just rolling something real quick. <clears throat> Acadius just goes, <clears throat> and you see a light flush as, as he blushes a little bit and just goes, well, um, good chat. And he just kind of awkwardly turns away <laughs> and just walks to another part of I the- I believe that calls for um, a boner check. <laughs> oh, okay. I, this is my first boner <laughs> check. What do I do? We roll a d20. That's it. No modifiers. And is that a boner? No, the light flash is all you got. Okay, cool. Oh, Acadius is a modest man. <laughs> he got no information. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Back to Vulcan. As he's hamming, hammering away, he seems to be working on the glaive at the moment. Um, Pira is like just standing on the other side of the anvil, just like watching him. And this is probably going to, like, after speaking to um, Kyra, is probably just going to stand next to Pira and just watch as well, because that that's, that probably looks super fucking cool. It's like, you know, when you go to the zoo and you just see the lions just, like, watching you, just non-blinking? Fair enough. So as he's having a race, sparks flying, he does one mighty blow, picks up the glaive, and seems to just shove it into the lava trough next to him. This is so cool. Whoa. And Acadius gives a little clap. <laughs> Here is Tails going mental. <laughs> All right. As you see him do that, he lets go of it, just lets it sit there, leaning against the out- outer rail with the blade part shoved into the lava. Oh, Lord, what's, what am I going to be working on now? Uh... Oh, is it done? Can I touch it? And she's like jumping up and down, bouncing on the balls of her feet. I wouldn't touch it yet if I were you. Damn it. It's like I was always in. Relax. And he's just kind of glancing to Pira and just like mutters under his breath and just goes, this is a very different attitude to when she was killing. This is... Shut up! Oh, shit. <laughs> I can't to slash things with that. All right. So I can't work on soldier boys yet because he doesn't have the ingredients. Same goes for the turtle staff. He nods. Suppose it's the kitty's turn. Yes, what comes around goes around. Hand me that spell that I fought for you not long ago. Sort of pass it over the ding, 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 ding. He takes it very carefully with his very large tongs. 
goes to a separate part of the lava trough, holds it over, then unceremoniously just drops it in. Quick, quick, do you have, do you have any platinum on you? Yes, I gave you the coins before, remember? Oh, shit, sorry. Yes, <laughs> I wasn't trying to skim you or anything. <laughs> <laughs> just reaches down <laughs> into the pocket, pulls out a couple of the platinum pieces and chucks them in straight after it as he gets a very thin but sturdy looking metal rod of some description and begins to stir it around the area that he dropped in the bell. One, two, clockwise, counterclockwise. <laughs> One, two, now. Drops the rod as it leans against the edge, picks up his tongs, shoves them in and pulls out Salem's brand new bell. It seems to have platinum streaks of almost lightning through the golden casing. That's so cool. It's so pretty. Acadius claps again. Wow. He moves it over to the anvil, drops it down and says, do not touch unless you want to singe all of your fur off. <laughs> no, no, I definitely won't. I'll just um, summon my squirrel and carry on with my business. Acadius looks to Salem and just goes, two gold pieces if you touch it. No. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, so Thal. Yeah. Your stuff. It will take a little bit more of a special ingredients to get that made for you. I would need the blood of a gorgon to quench it in, and I would need... Ah, uh, where would I find a gorgon to kindly ask their blood from? How would I know? They don't really go announcing themselves except for your previous friend. Ah. And on top of that, I will need the goat's head from a chimera. Specifically from a chimera? Yes. Okay, just kind of clicks his fingers and he's just like, Brat! A regular goat's head would have been easy to collect. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Good luck in finding these ingredients. Oh, oh, I have a feeling I'll need luck. Yes, thank you. Turns to Acadius, and you know exactly what you need to get. A not-so-easy stub- substance uh, to find, but yes, I will do my best. I'm out seeking dragons anyway. <laughs> Good luck, pretty boy. He just gives a nod, doesn't say anything. And with that, he turns back, grabs the glaive, does a, like, 180 over his head to slam it back onto the anvil, grabs Pythas' hammer from the very base of it, but still manages to wield it dexterously enough to perfectly aim at the blade of the glaive. And with a few more swings, he turns to quench it and brings it up as it glistens, almost as if it's still red-hot from the lava, before it slowly dies down to a... Very silvery sheen. Uh, Pyrrha's peoples have dilated. <laughs> I believe this will suffice. Pyrrha um, stands up very straight and as calmly as she can, but her hand is still shaking as she reaches out to take the glaive. And uh, she twirls it around a bit. And um, this glaive, I need a command word for it. Oh, yes, I almost forgot. What is what is word to activate? Drakais. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is the word. What does it mean? It means burn in draconic. Kira's ears go like twitch, twitch. 
just like guys <laughs> and you wait for it to light on fire to pira's disappointment it doesn't immediately light on fire as it takes it more glows red hot mm. and then she'll start um twirling it like a fire dancer would and as it moves through the air a thin stream of flame can be seen coming off it as it seems to burn the very air oh Oh, this is so cool! And then she's gonna just... Katie's just just like, I thought it was going to light up in flame, but that's still very cool. So Pira, like a little girl, is gonna get giddy and go, <laughs> and like run over here and just start swirling it around like a fire dancer. Be, be careful! Cool. Don't burn my table! I always am! I'm not going to burn your table! <laughs> <laughs> Smacks the table! Ah! I would like a <laughs> dexterity check to see how good, <laughs> excited Pira is. Oh, Pira's very excited! <laughs> excited Pira decides to, as she's yelling back to Vulcan, not pay much attention to where her downswing is coming and slices off the corner of the table. Pira, like, freezes and, like, her ears go flat against her head. Then she'll, like, probably the first time you guys have heard Pira chuckle, she's like, <laughs> And, like, just put the glaive on her back and um, stuff her hands into her pockets. And just stand in the corner awkwardly. As he waddles over and casts mending on the table. <laughs> just appear to do that little child thing with, like, the, the, the foot and the toe, just, like, looking at the oh. ground. Like, Ooh. Yeah, yeah, just doing the twist thingy. She mumbles, well, at least you can fix your table. <sighs> I suppose. Technically no harm done. He kind of clucks at you as he turns and walks back and addresses the rest of the group. Now, does anybody have anything else they would like me to make for them? While they are, while you all are out at the Necropolis shopping. Well, without the Mithril, I can't get you to make me any armor. Yes, very astute. Yes, I think I'd rather first find the resources required and come back to you with... A, a potential commission. Your idea, Sal. Sal will hand him the uh, material, uh, a little dagger. Um, could you melt that to an ingot, perhaps, and then make our friend here some armor? Would that work? I am afraid. Oh, actually, as he turns to look to Salem, not used to thinking you're making armor for a cat. I'm. I mean, you you don't have to sacrifice such a fine weapon for me. I mean, I'm sure it can wait. Mm, I'll just kind of look at it. It's like mm, a bit too visceral for my tastes. This kind of weapon. I'm more of a like. He'll just like like knock his staff on like his shell. Like I'm more of a than a a stabber, shall we say? I mean, it's yours to do with your like, and you are a, fr- a fan of the bonking stick. Bonking stick, exactly. Yes. All right. So one chainmail for the cat. Now I might not die so easily. Alright. Give me a day with it. Chain takes time. Indeed. This gives me time to investigate that nasty little pit. Uh, I'm just gonna go, um, send Alistair, uh, sorry, not Alistair, Alabaster. Alabaster down and to investigate into the pit. Come on, my little squirrel. Alrightio, as Alabaster the squirrel follows you to the pit. And I'm assuming you're going to be looking through his eyes as he's doing this. Salem? 
I'm going to... I'll let you do the um, acrobatics for the squirrel. Uh, squirrels have a plus five to acrobatics. Could not you this again? They do. 23. Easy. Squirrel managed to deftly find handholds in the horse rock small enough and sturdy enough for it to slowly but surely make its way down each... Oh, yeah, we're not going quickly down there. Each foot making a very steady purchase before moving to the next. Yeah, very slow, very cautious, keeping a good solid eye out, trying to be as subtle as possible. Once the squirrel gets to about 150 feet down... Uh, it sort of runs out at 100, 100 feet, feet, so when it gets to 100 feet, I'm going yeah, to stop. I forgot. Yeah, going to... So at 100 feet down... What does he... Your vision starts to waver. Does a squirrel see anything at 100 feet? As it looks around, it makes out more of what you saw up above the very, like, thin, useless, superficial veins of silver and gold. Nothing usable. Is that just the fool's gold stuff that we saw? Yeah. Right. Right. Listen here. Just just thinking to it. Thinking to uh, Alabaster. It's like, right. You're going to have to scout this out. Be very quiet. Be very subtle. I don't think they can get any more. Uh, yeah. Uh, doesn't say it has a limit. Oh, must be within 100 feet of me. That was only for... Um, did, so, seeing through his eyes, was there a way that I figured that I could easily get down another 50 feet? Actually, actually, no. Puppet has got a rope. So, I could... Get Puppet to tie the rope around me, lower me down 50 feet on this rope, and then get the squirrel to go down another 50 feet. Boom shanker. Boom shanker. That could work. Yep, that's what we're doing. And But I will also remind you that it can go further than 100 feet if you, you just can't speak to it. Uh, no, so the spell says you're familiar. Uh, cast a spell, range, touch, familiar, can deliver the spell. Oh, no, okay, fair enough. Okay, well, if that's your ruling, then yeah, I'll send the scroll down to scout ahead so I don't have to dangle yeah. on a rope and get him to report back what he sees then. So how far are you telling him to go before he comes back? Otherwise, he will just keep going. Uh, go for an hour. All right. However far he can go in an hour and return to me, and I'm just going to tell him I'm going to wait back at the forge. He kind of feel like he's giving you a salute. A gem, what I mean. A little, a, a little squirrel salute. That's adorable. Squeak, squeak, squeaking. <laughs> As he starts making his way down further into the darkness. Gods go with you, my little friend. During this hour, is anyone else wishing to do something? I was just going to say, I was watching. Beautiful. So, Pira? Pira is sitting outside of, well, she's outside of Vulcan's, like, main forge area, just, like, doing some very small practices with her new glaive. Wonderful. Just testing the balance, making sure everything's perfect. Every now and then she lets out a little giggle and, like, jumps up and down because she's very excited. Unbeknownst to Pira, Kyra is sitting in the corner drawing Pira as she's doing this. For fuck's sake, Kyra. <laughs> Kyra's whipped. All I can see is Tigger from Winnie the Pooh, but with a, with a glaive. I'm a Pira and I like to slash. Cadius might lo- um, kind of peek at Kyra's uh, drawing and just be like, and how good is it? Oh, no, let's check. 
or is it a really shitty stick figure? <laughs> that's what I'm. That's what I want to find out. Because if it's trash, he's not going to say anything. <laughs> oh, get the fuck out! Thirty-three. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Hello. It's, yeah. it's, it's basic. It's it's basically a fucking photo. Thirty-three. <laughs> Kyra invented photorealism. Jesus Christ, <laughs> Kyra. With, with watercolor. Um, so right now she's. So right now she's only got the top half of Piero with her and the glaive. The bottom half's still not done, but from the top half, she's got every like facet of her tattoos down to the way her hair is currently in the air as. And also that little trickle of flame from the glaive. She added more abs. <laughs> she hasn't got that far. Oh. Right. You can at least see the top two. Oh, go- goodness, Kyra, you're thirsty. You're quite talented. Uh, sorry, I'm going to take that again. <coughs> go- goodness, Kyra, you're ver- very skilled. She looks up as she's chewing on the back of the pencil, and Katie's just kind of like points to um, her drawing. Just that's that's so accurate. I uh, never in my days have, have I seen such a such a fine work. What can I say? I guess I just got inspired. Kind of just looks up at uh, Pyrrhus swinging, and it's just like, "What was that you said?" Just good at everything, and he gives her a little wink. Uh, I'm sorry, but looking up at Pyrrhus swinging in this context, <laughs> <laughs> Pyrrha um, and... stops swinging and looks over and goes, "Ha! Huh? What you want? Nothing, dear." And Acadius just shrugs his shoulders. Dear, dear, steady girl. (laughs) (laughs) She goes back to swinging, but she lands a really good hit and she goes, (laughs) and then like jumps up and down the balls of her feet when she lands a really good hit. On another table. (laughs) (laughs) I like to imagine Pyrrhus moved away from the tables this time. Yeah, she's like out, like I said, she's outside of Vulcan's like forge area. Like, I guess not. It would be down here. It would say around. The first area, like... Like there, yeah, yeah. So she's, like, in that little corridor yep. area. Mm. Oh, <laughs> I can't... I don't know how a lion fucking laughs, you tell me. Katie's <laughs> <laughs> is just gonna lean up against the wall and just wait to see what happens next kind of thing. Alright. And watch and watch Kyra, uh, Kyra keep drawing because he's quite intrigued now. Oh, wow, the harrowing of Vulcan that goes on in the background. Yeah, probably not the most peaceful thing, but, you know. All right. Got a parcel time. Back to turtle, squirrel, and cat. So, any... And that, Thal, is how you make the perfect banana split. <laughs> oh. No, I've never had a banana. Really? Hmm. I've heard they're quite the delicacy over here. Never guessed. Yes, very. Uh, DM, am I getting any uh, indications through the ether that my squirrel's back within 100 feet? Has it been an hour? As Salem is thinking that, he regains his connection to his acorn. Uh, pardon me, Thal, I'm getting a call on the other line. <laughs> uh, so go go back to the acorn's thoughts and eyes. As you look in, you see everything further than 10 feet from him becomes unfathomable darkness. Like, this isn't right, how dark it is down here. Right. And... Suspicious. As he went further down, he saw more and more evidence of those deep claw marks that he saw close to the top. For an hour, he just saw claw marks? Yes, and he had a feeling that he was still nowhere near the bottom of this hole. Very good. All right. 
return to me. What if it's like that thing from Spy Kids 2? You know how they're falling in the volcano? Of course that's what you go for, and not for, you know, anything else. Thal, I'm going <laughs> to um, return to the others and pass along this information. Care to join me? Um, yes, I see no point in doing anything else. Jolly good. Pardon me, everyone. Just investigated the hole for an hour's worth of travel for a little squirrel, mind you. Down the hole, there is nothing but absolute darkness and more claw marks. And we don't think we got anywhere near the bottom. Whatever is in there is far deeper than we could have possibly imagined. And far bigger than I fear to guess. Adis is just like, well, let's not go down the hole then. I mean, that's that was my recommendation, yes. But uh, don't let me stop you. Uh, no, I. We tried our luck bef- beforehand and uh, didn't seem to get any headway with that. And if your squirrel companion uh, didn't see anything other than claw marks. Oh, As he yay. can see, he's sort of <laughs> knitting, but with tongs. Does it feel as compared to the um, minus, um With any last one. Do, 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 do. Uh, we're going to do thunder. Did I get anything from it? Or is it just like, do I feel like just something thundery? So more lightning than thundery. Ah, right, right, right. Different. I don't have lightning spells. <laughs> oh, Devo! <laughs> I will take this to remind people, the casters, that you can swap out spells and cantrips at long rests. Actually, I've got Witch Bolt. Ta-da. Yes! I'm going to cast Witch Bolt to the other side of the hole. Just just straight up the hallway. Yep. Just bang. Oh my god, Zane, you scared me. <laughs> it's just like, Witch Bolt, it turns out... <laughs> The hole is initiative order for luck. The hole is a mimic. <laughs> there we go. Alright. It is 30 feet. So how did it feel to cast it instead of... So as you cast it, you feel like it went a lot further than it should have. Almost tripling in length. Yeah! Ultimate cosmic power! From a distance, you just see Acadia smile. So, uh, so I changed the range to... What am I changing it to? Uh, 80 feet. 80 feet. Jesus. Jesus, your boy just got a fucking sniper rifle. And (laughs) as far as you could feel, nothing else about the cell seemed to have changed except for its effective distance. That you can feel. God, if I was playing a dumber character, I'd be like, hit me. (laughs) See what happens. (laughs) Playing a dumber character? A dumber character. I'm not. But if I were, that's that's what would have (laughs) happened. Uh, hit customize. Yep, yeah, cool. No. Right here. I'll just have to remember that because I can't physically change it on the. Yeah, thing. it's a bit of a iffy. I'll dick around with something later. So say that again. I'll dick around with something later. I think I should be able to do something with it. Yeah, easy. Yeah, because I got a customized thing and yeah. I can't change. Literally, it could change everything else. Yeah. All good. All right. So, everyone sufficiently geared up to the extent that they can be at the moment? Yep. At the moment. Um, what time of day is it right now? After all of the initial forging at the, in the morning, as well as the overnight stuff he did initially on the glaive and the bell and whatnot, 
it's probably close to lunchtime the next day. Oh, yeah. Oh. Did we long rest? Yeah, yeah you long rest through the night. You woke okay, up to so him finishing off. Yeah. You were- okay, I'm going to just hit a long rest real quick. Okay, I'm long rested. But let's go kill some shit. I, I mean, let's travel to the necropolis. Could converse with some shit. And yes, <laughs> we're just going to check up to see, uh, have a chat. Um, is that a chainmail? G2G, is he still knitting? He looks to be about a quarter of the way done, but he he turns to you and goes, I forgot that I needed to make it more than just, you know, like regular chainmail. It's going to take me another day. I think he said that before anyway. Damn it, Salem, open your ears. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm happy. I've, I've been going fine without it so far. Besides, I'm sure I can uh, live long enough to seize. That's a good cat. I shall see you in a day or two. Yes. Let's go meet a lich. Acadia snods and just lead the way. We're going to go see the Banana King at Candy Mountain. <laughs> yeah, Charlie, the Banana King. Candy Mountain. Charlie, I check Charlie, my Vegas. map. Yeah, Charlie, check your map. I'm the map. I'm the map. Yeah, Charlie, map. That's enough, Charlie. <laughs> Just go to Candy Mountains. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah, I'm no longer exhausted. You will not be able to use Turn Undead against the Lich, Katie. Good luck. <laughs> oh please, have you seen me in this suit? I'll turn that undead. I'll just vomit. <laughs> Iger, <what> the- <laughs> I've learned that if you ignore Iger, you won't get a response. <laughs> I have barely said anything outside my turn in this game. Thank you very much. That was funny. <laughs> Alright. So, as you leave, um, Cacadius, you hear Vulcan oh. call out to you, lad. Uh, just, yeah, he. Stop. Looks like as you water. as you turn around, you see a turn to see a coin flying at your face. Uh, give Can me I a deck save. <laughs> Bet <laughs> eighteen. Yep. So you manage to lean back and catch it before it hits your head. And as you, he just raises his eyebrow. And as you um look at it, it looks like a tarnished bronze coin of some short sort. Hard. Shut up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Again, gave me flashbacks. We take a bit out. <laughs> Check check. There it is. I'm gonna double check what that word means. Sorry, my bad. I just realized I don't know exactly. Okay. So when I say tarnish, I mean it looks like it's got a couple of nicks and scrapes to it. But otherwise, it is very well burnished, so very well polished. So it's got like a sort of shine to it, not unlike the shining gold coins from Elden Ring. Um, he looks at it, looks at him. Is it a currency he, like, he recognizes? It is not, but Vulcan calls out, You will need that to gain access to the necropolis. Don't lose it. Uh, He uh, looks at Vulcan. And just gives a singular nod, um, and puts it in a very safe pouch. Um, is there an item you would like to As add? Or? Just like a, in your notes, just burnished bronze coin. 
bet I'm just going to add a fucking cheeky custom item. Yeah, that works. Burnished bronze. Oh, actually, no, I'll chuck it in trash. Right, I'll, sh- I'll, I'll put it somewhere. It's fine. All right. So, it's, it's as the map tells, the Necropolis is almost dead south from your current direction. There is just a small issue of a mountain range blocking easy p- access. Well, then, onwards. And Cadius takes a couple of steps in front of the group, stops, doesn't know where he's going, and waits for everyone else to show him the way. <laughs> Kaira, do you know where to Necropolis? Uh, yeah. Lead the way then. Fine. Kind of rolls her eyes a little bit at you as she just drops off to the front. G'day, you've been listening to The Apocalypse Tour, home of your favourite band of misfits. My name is Frank and I'm your outro host for this session. I hope you enjoyed today's adventure. We certainly did. You can always count on Acadius to be the first one in the fray. Unless Pyrrha beats him to it, of course. Check out our Twitter at dndapotour. That's d-n-d-a-p-o-t-o-u-r. Shoot us a DM. Link in the description. Alternatively, you can email us at dndapocalypsetour at gmail.com. Great mysteries await, sweet friends. Hidden treasures, far-off lands, the defiance of gods, and roles to make or break our beloved fellowship. <laughs>